Hey guys, it's Derek. We're back on the podcast. And this week, Ash and I are sitting down to discuss our approach to Thanksgiving, to Christmas, to New Year's, really the entire holiday season, and how we tackle those periods of time that tend to be more difficult for folks when it comes to both nutrition and fitness. So we're going to talk a lot about sustainability, a lot about habit formation, and just really balance when it comes to our fitness and our nutrition during these times of the year where there tend to be more family gatherings, there tend to be better tasting, more tempting foods around, and really just how to navigate the next few weeks leading into the new year. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Alright everybody, welcome back to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is episode number 54 and I am here with my lovely fiance and co-founder of Ballistic <laughs> Performance, Ashley Broderick. Ash, what's up? Nothing. This is our third take in the intro because I couldn't stop laughing at Derek. We had a little case of the giggles here, but now we are ready to rock and roll, I think. Maybe we can get through it. But uh, yeah. everybody out there listening, welcome back. Uh, we have another week of the podcast here for you and this week... We figured we would uh, we would sit down and chat a little bit about our approach and our take on the holidays in regards to nutrition and fitness, I guess, but mm -hmm. primarily nutrition and how we attack that, how we handle that, how we believe that all of our clients should handle it, and that anybody out there who's pursuing, you know, a healthy, balanced lifestyle should take on the holidays. Yeah. Absolutely. Love it. So uh, we'll start with Thanksgiving. Maybe we'll branch into Christmas here as well. But we're really just talking about it could be any holiday. It doesn't even necessarily have to be Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yeah. But we I think know the holiday season for sure. Yeah. But we know the holiday season is typically when people struggle the most. And then, you know, what is supposed to be two or three days of celebration turns into five or six weeks. <laughs> We've talked about this on previous posts before. Uh, but yeah, so let's just dive right into it. So Ash, what was the first order of business? What did you want to kind of touch on at the top and then we'll trickle down from there i think first let's touch on what you just said how instead of the holiday season being let's say five nights of like a special occasion or five days of a special occasion it turns into two months five days so think thanksgiving christmas eve christmas new year's eve new year's maybe gotcha okay okay but so like those are probably going to be you're probably going to eat meals that are different yeah and that you wouldn't typically eat. yeah yeah but that's five days versus what's how many 60 days first <laughs> five say. weeks yeah yeah and so so not what is five days. weeks how many days is that <laughs> I know, 35. There you go. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Um, wow, I'm impressed with myself. But anyways, <laughs> I think we hear it a lot, and a lot of coaches are talking about it right now. People in our consults are saying, yeah, like I'm ready. I want to ta like tackle my nutrition. It's We all know New Year's resolutions are coming up. But they all mention, well, it's probably better that I start after the holidays, like January, the, the week after January 1st. And I think it was it a blog post you've made, but I think it's very similar to like, I'll start Monday. 
Yeah. That so why don't you post. talk a little bit about that? Yeah. And so like, like you just mentioned, we run into this all the time, whether we're talking about in-person training at like an actual facility or, you know, the virtual uh, services that we offer with our clients. And it doesn't happen with just the holidays. Like you said, it happens with that whole concept of all start Monday mm-hmm. and folks do this throughout the entire year, right? They, they hop on board of something and maybe they fall off the tracks and then they decide they want to get back into it. Or maybe they never started anything at all, but they keep saying, I'll start next week or I'll start on Monday or I'll start after the holidays, right? And they're putting these start dates out there that are really just procrastinations. Mm-hmm. And it's really just delaying you making any progress whatsoever. Because if you wait and start till Monday, let's say it's, you know, it's Tuesday of the of that week. Yeah. That's an entire week you could have been working towards something and making progress in some way or another. And, you know, when you're talking about starting after the holidays, okay, well, it is now November 21st. After the holidays, that's another essentially five weeks, five or six weeks that you're going to either continue indulging bad habits or just staying stagnant when you could have kickstarted your health and fitness journey and your nutrition journey by starting right now today yeah and i think even more important than that like and we talked about this on our one year episode like the hardest part is just starting and there really is never going to be that perfect time to start like there there is never going to be a time where life is not happening where you're probably not a little extra stressed about anything or like an event is going on or you're going to go out to dinner with your family or friends and or right now probably not go out but eat in with your family and friends and I'm going out I ain't scared (laughs) to be (laughs) to be able to have a coach on your side to help you navigate those situations I think is huge and so almost in my opinion if you can work with a nutrition coach starting at the holidays, like before the holidays, I think that's huge because imagine this time next year, you're going to know what to do. You're not going to feel stressed about your fitness and nutrition around the holidays. And can you remember the last time that that happened? Yeah, that's a really good point. If you can navigate what tends to be the most difficult time of the year for folks when it comes to nutrition and fitness, you'll be even more successful when it comes to those times where you're not Mm -hmm. into the holidays, you're not into special occasions and you're just living your normal day-to-day life. And so that's a really good point. Yeah. Like you're going to, it's so important. And I talk about this a lot with my clients when they have, when we reflect on the week and they have difficult weeks, I always like to point out that while the, while I never want someone to have a difficult week, like I never want someone to go through hardships and challenges but the the things that we learn during those weeks are so important if not probably more important than the good weeks to be able to just make sustainable habits for the rest of our lives yeah absolutely it goes to like the entire concept of you know the greatest challenges you know reward you with the greatest adaptations like that whole kind of mindset so couldn't agree more there and so all that said you know diving back into the main topic here of the holidays and how we're approaching them we're not saying that hey everybody needs to go out and hire a nutrition coach or a you know fitness coach or personal trainer right now 
And we're also not saying, hey, just, you know, mark it up as a loss for the next few mm-hmm. weeks and just kickstart the end of the new year fresh. We're saying go into this with a little bit of discipline, with a little bit of a plan so that you can navigate the holidays successfully and not feel like you are sacrificing any any piece of those or pieces of those experiences because you're watching what you're eating, you're weighing and measuring your food, you're you're training very diligently, whatever it may be, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's really our whole approach. Our whole approach to not only the holidays, but really the entire year, you know, your entire fitness and nutrition journey is to develop those healthy, sustainable habits and find balance in your day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. And that is just amplified when you move into the holidays because they tend to be more unique situations. Yeah, absolutely. So going into the holidays, this is our approach, right? We, like we just said, we believe in balance and sustainability. So when it comes down to Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, I think let's tackle it in the reverse order because I think food, the nutrition side becomes less and less daunting as you move from Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like New Year's is the easiest to manage. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like in some ways, but then you're what I see too with talking to clients is like in the past by New Year's, they have that mentality like, well, I already, I already had two, two bad months. Right. Right. So then it's just kind of they're at that point, they're just like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to stick it out until it's over. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, in that case, let's switch it up. Let's go with Thanksgiving first. So going into Thanksgiving, Here's our individual approach and here's how we believe is the best way to tackle it. And that is basically indulging in the food and the experiences that you enjoy and you cherish with your friends, family, and loved ones, but not overindulging or being gluttonous to the point of, wow, like that wasn't necessary or didn't that didn't benefit me in any way. I didn't get any real fulfillment or enjoyment out of that experience just by eating the additional plate of food or by, you know, not exercising for those two or three additional days. So it's really indulging and partaking in the events at a moderate or just, you know, a an enjoyable level. Mm-hmm. No one feels good after they eat their third plate of Thanksgiving food, right? <laughs> like you want to yeah. eat it. It tastes really good, but you feel like dog shit after you've had your third plate of turkey gravy and, and uh, you know, biscuits or rolls. Right? Yeah. You are stuffed. And same goes for like the pie, right? You, f- you enjoy the first piece. Maybe you even enjoy the second piece. If you eat any more than that, it tastes really great, but it doesn't feel good. You yeah. don't feel good. And so it's really just taking your time and understanding, hey, it's okay to eat these things. These are not bad foods. These are part of the experience, part of the memories that I'm yeah, creating with these say, people. Like the culture almost. Yeah, it's part of the culture. And I can partake. There's nothing wrong with that because this isn't a prolonged thing. This is a one or two day event, holiday, you know, like we said, memory that you're creating with your loved ones that will then subside and you will move back into those sustainable, healthy habits that you already developed. Yeah, absolutely. And I also look at it like in five years, are you going to want to look back and be like, oh, I restricted myself and I I ate a ton of veggies like on that Thanksgiving, but that was it. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. So I think long term, 
is restricting yourself really moving you that closer to your goals? No. If anything, it might be, I don't want to say harming, but negatively impacting your relationship with food. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been there, right? I've done this already. Mm-hmm. To And I'm sure you have as well, where I was that guy or girl who wouldn't eat the mashed potatoes, who needed to have a sweet potato, who didn't want to touch the gravy and, uh, you know, made substitutions with maybe cauliflower mashed potatoes or whatever it may be. And, and I've done that at Thanksgiving. I've done that at Christmas. I've done that at New Year's. And you, you might feel good for a moment, but then looking back, you think, did that one day make a difference? And like you said, no, it's not making a difference. That one day is just a drop in the bucket you're just viewing it as a huge setback because you've probably developed an unhealthy relationship with food. Yeah. And so that's why we're taking this whole approach of balance of sustainability because, you know, embracing and indulging those restrictions will lead to a disordered, you know, relation or not disordered will lead to a distorted relationship Mm -hmm. with food. So it's really, really important to make sure that, anyone listening understands what we're saying is partake indulge but do it in a responsible moderate way mm-hmm. you know do it to a point where you can enjoy those things and make those memories and then from there know and tell yourself okay you know what tomorrow i'm right back at it yeah i'm eating my normal breakfast eating 500 500 to 600 grams of veggies drinking lots of water and doing your typical movement yeah Absolutely. I, th- I think too. So I've never been like as restrictive as you've been, like when you were bodybuilding. But something that has happened to me, and I've talked to my clients a lot about this, is when you start to change your habits, specifically around nutrition and fitness, and your family does not have those same habits, and it is a big change for you. So they're used to you eating the exact same way that they do, overindulging in everything, like to the point of feeling sick. And so my first Thanksgiving after changing my habits or starting to change my habits, I was stressed about like what I was going to do in front of my family because it was not the norm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I think... Yeah. So that's like where my coach at the time, and this is what I tell my clients now is just being, and I think I had this conversation with you, like being open and honest with your family about your goals and if they like, they're going to support you. And if you don't like, I'm sorry, but that's probably a bigger problem. Uh, So I think just having that open and honest communication is so important yeah for sure i mean you definitely had more of a struggle with that than i did i just kind of maybe i'm just not empathetic enough but i when i was well your family also eats a lot healthier than yeah but not to i mean not to the point what i was doing when i was bodybuilding no 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 and so you know for me it was just like hey this is what i'm doing Mm -hmm. and it was very clear to my family like okay you know he's and they know i'm stubborn and i'm like and whatever I put my mind to, I'm doing. So there was no questioning what was happening. It was, yes, it was out of the norm, but that was my, that was what I was doing. And yeah. so, like you said, being clear in your communication is really important because it needs to be known that, hey, this is a serious thing. This isn't some, 
fad diet that I'm hopping on or some bullshit thing that I just decided I was going to try on a whim. Mm -hmm. This is really trying to cultivate a healthier lifestyle so that I can lead a more active, balanced life for a longer period of time. And if your family, like you said, if your family or friends aren't willing to support that and they're giving you a hard time or they're cracking jokes at you about, you know, never wanting to eat anything but broccoli, right? Then that's a really big freaking problem. And if they're not willing to get on board, then they can get the hell out, (laughs) right? (laughs) Not not to that level, but you get what I'm saying. Like, there's sometimes to where you just have to, if that's the case, put your foot down and let people know, like, this is what's happening. Yeah, and like, this is your goal and why. And the more that you repeat that to people, hopefully, the easier it'll get. Yeah, for sure. Now, what were you gonna say? I was gonna let you lead into it. I was gonna just talk a little bit about activity. And the, uh, this one gets me the fact that you got to burn off what you ate the day before. So post post Thanksgiving, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So I think one thing I'll touch on, too, is you had mentioned like, you know, the holidays just being a couple of days, not being a couple of weeks. And we had mentioned, you know, maybe Thanksgiving. We had said Christmas Eve, Christmas, et cetera. Well, my family does a really big thing the day after Thanksgiving. So the morning after Thanksgiving, if you are at the ball residence, we are going to end up having waffles, homemade waffles, with the leftover turkey and gravy smothered on top of them. And so for me, when I'm thinking about the holidays, I take that into account. Because I'm like, okay, we're going to have the big meal on Thursday, and then on Friday morning, I'm going to be eating those chicken and waffles or that chicken and waffles, the turkey gravy and waffles. And that's just part of the whole experience. So knowing that, you know, maybe you do have those different traditions as well. And again, you can still partake. You don't have to feel guilty or that you're being quote unquote bad because for on the next day after the holiday, your family does something special again, Mm -hmm. right? So it's okay to have even a day and a half of whatever the celebration may be. So yeah, that's absolutely. one thing to note. But uh, the day after Thanksgiving, in regards to activity, you are not and you should not ever think that you need to train longer, harder, faster in order to, like Ash said, quote unquote, burn off the food that you had just eaten. Number one, that's not the way it works. You're not going to burn those calories off. It's just an excessive amount of cal- caloric intake that your body is not going to differentiate between the Thanksgiving food you ate and the normal food you ate. And it's going to burn off particular foods, right? Like all the calories you're taking in, that's supplying your body with energy. You're storing some of it. And then the next day you're going to expend some of it through activity. Mm -hmm. You don't need to do additional activity, right? You're not going to climb out of that surplus or dig yourself or what would that be? Come down from that surplus, I guess would be the right way to put it, just by training more. That just leads to another disordered or distorted relationship with food. Now you're viewing everything you're eating as something that I later have to earn, so to speak. Yeah. So, so I'm earning the food that I'm eating because I'm going to train harder later. Or maybe the day of, before the big Thanksgiving meal, I'm someone who thinks they have to do a 60-minute workout 60 minute CrossFit workout that just runs me into the ground 
so that I then can indulge and be gluttonous later on. Mm -hmm. That's just not how it works. We don't earn and burn our food. It's just food that we're consuming to have energy, to create memories, to enjoy. And that's just how it goes. So that day after, don't do more. Don't do extra. Don't try to tally up how much, how many burpees you have to do based off the amount oh, of gravy that, that you consume. That makes me so mad. I see it all the time. No one knows how many fucking burpees you have to do based on the amount of <laughs> tablespoons of gravy you had, okay? That's not a calculation that someone can figure out. No one knows how many calories a burpee burns, right? Yeah. No one knows exactly how many calories are in your grandmother's gravy that the recipe is etched in a stone somewhere <laughs> and no one's ever really seen it. So you just got to cut all that shit out. Yeah, absolutely. And I think... Activity obviously is still important. Like, will we work out Thanksgiving Day? I don't know. I mean, no, because we take Thursdays off. But will we go for a walk after dinner? Probably, because my family always does. But that's not because we feel like we have to, to like burn off the food we just ate. It's more just like it feels good to get up and move. Like, yeah. it's part of the tradition. Yeah, so um, activity is okay, but not necessary. Right? Yeah, if absolutely. You follow your normal training plan. If you take Thursdays off, take it off. If you want to train, train. Yeah. But you don't need to do more. You don't yep. need to do anything extra. Absolutely. All right, moving into Christmas. Let's talk about the transition between Christmas and Thanksgiving. So, you know, there's only, what, two weeks, basically. Mm-hmm. Or no, I guess that would be closer to three weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so this is where people start to kind of spiral out of control, right? If you're trying to be... Or if you went really hard on Thanksgiving, like you just ate it all, did it all, you know, watched every football game, didn't move as much as possible. Now you're thinking, oh, well, there's no point in hopping back on track. I mean, Christmas is right around the corner. So you continue those or carry those habits into the next three weeks to where you continue to overeat on a daily basis or several times in a week. Maybe you fall off track with your training regimen, you know, whatever it may be. And before you know it, Christmas has hit and you've arrived on Christmas Eve, but you just spent the last three weeks way off track, not following or implementing the habits that you've developed, right? You kind of fell off the wagon there. And so now Christmas hits and you're thinking, well, what's the point? I already, like, I really just blew it for the last three weeks. I may as well keep going strong here and eat every sugar cookie I can. And so that transition is really important. Like you said, the day after Thanksgiving, get yourself back on track, go back into your normal daily routine, right? And get back to refining those habits so that by the time Christmas Eve comes, you know, no harm, no foul. Mm -hmm. And so then when Christmas Eve does come, it's right back to what we just said about Thanksgiving. Enjoy and indulge in those traditions, in those experiences in those memories just like you always would so that you have them and you can cherish them but do it in a responsible way do it in a way that you can again enjoy but not be excessive in whatever it is that you're partaking in or gluttonous and same goes for christmas that next day do everything that you would normally do on christmas and just know that hey this is part of the tradition this is part of what we do as a family what you know what I enjoy and what I'm going to cherish and remember. And then on December 26th, boom, you are right back into those healthy, sustainable habits. Yeah. And I think something that I hear a lot from my clients right now is 
that in between time is difficult because people are baking a lot more. They're baking Christmas cookies for everyone. And so there's just a lot more treats around. And something that we discuss is, and I don't know where I learned this. I read it somewhere, but like a two bite rule. So instead of feeling like you have to restrict yourself and you almost feel like you're being rude saying no, uh, have one to two bites, enjoy it, and then move on. And if it's something where you're like, no, like I'm going to get something beneficial from this, like everyone's sitting around and it's just it's going to create a great memory then eat the cookie and like the 100 to maybe 200 calories that you might be over for that day again it's not going to make a difference long term as long as it's not happening happening every day for those three weeks and that's where discipline comes into play as well right like the holiday has passed. You've got some time in between. Yes, there are more treats around. People are bringing in sweets and candies and cookies and pies and whatever it may be. You can, again, if you want to have a bite or two or you want to eat a slice, go for it. But if you're disciplined and you've developed those those habits and you've adopted those behaviors, like that's where you fall back into your discipline of, I don't, you know, that's not going to benefit me. That's mm-hmm. not going to lead me to where I'm trying to go. Yeah. And yes, like it's this simple. You have to have a little bit of willpower not to eat it. Yeah. Like not everything, we don't have a a clever rule like the two bite rule for everything. Sometimes you just shouldn't eat it. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's where I talk with them a lot about the situation or the experience that they're in. What are they gaining from that experience? Like I said, if they're creating a positive memory that they're going to remember years down the road like oh that was an awesome night or are they just sitting around a table like chomping on like it's just a normal normal Saturday night chomping on cookies like is are you getting anything from that probably not yeah so got to be aware of your your circumstances and your situations mm-hmm. okay so covered Covered Thanksgiving, basically covered Christmas. It's the same approach, right? And New Year's, we're not going to beat a dead horse here. It's no different. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe a little more alcohol is involved around New Year's, but it all stems back to the same thing, balance and sustainability. If what you're partaking in is something that you're going to cherish and hold on to, do it. If what you're involved with is not going to benefit you in any way and really isn't you know, part of a memory that you're going to hold on to the rest of your life, then it's probably not worth partaking in. But the whole message here, and I hope everybody's getting it by this point because we're repeating it quite often, is you need to develop sustainable habits and adopt healthier behaviors prior to and even throughout the holidays so that when that time passes, you are right back to where you were before. It doesn't feel like you were restricting and then you were free and you had freedom and you could do and eat whatever you wanted and, and, you know, quit going to the gym and quit training and all that. That's the problem. If you are heavily restricting, if you are engaging in a training regimen that's unsustainable, then when those times come around where the holidays happen and special occasions happen and you get a break from them, you feel relief. You feel like, like I said, freedom 
And so you are going to tend to be more gluttonous. You are going to indulge in more behaviors that aren't, you know, conducive toward you towards your goals. And that's why that becomes such a big problem. That's why so many people struggle throughout the holidays and special events. Absolutely. Awesome. Anything else to add there? I don't think so. Okay, well, let's do this at the end just to cap it off with something fun. Going into Thanksgiving, what are you looking forward to the most? What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Probably stuffing. Okay, stuffing. I like that. Mine's baked corn. Oh, yeah. If anybody listening doesn't know what that is, it's basically cream of corn and normal corn and some other ingredients in a casserole dish baked up, and it's amazing. (laughs) I could eat the entire dish myself. Uh, then my favorite dessert for Thanksgiving is pumpkin pie, hands down. I'll eat a whole one. Same. <laughs> Not the whole one, but I love pumpkin pie. What's your second favorite pie if you had to pick one? Probably apple. Me too, babe. <laughs> we are just two b- peas in a pod. A lot of people, though, on my exos team have been talking about pumpkin cheesecake, and I'm like, hmm. That sounds good, but that's a lot of work. I feel yeah. like I feel like you have to be good at making cheesecake to make a good cheesecake. Yeah. Okay, what about favorite type of Christmas cookie? Oh, any oh, that's probably those like peanut butter base with the Reese's in them. Mm, classic. What are those called? I don't know. Or with the Hershey Kiss, I like those too. Classic. I I have to give a little shout out here to Rachel Ball, my sister, because I love her sugar cookies. Ashley just rolled her eyes because I called her Rachel Ball, not just Rachel, my sister. Yeah. But that's just how it goes <laughs> in our family. And uh, she makes these frosted sugar cookies that are the bomb. They're better she, than Eaton Park. She does because I don't like sugar cookies and I like her sugar cookies. Yeah, so those are my favorite for sure. And then New Year's, we don't really drink. So uh, we don't have like a favorite alcoholic drink <laughs> we can touch we on. Last year we went to bed at 10. <laughs> yeah, we were in our little hut down in Florida and we were asleep uh, by maybe 10. Maybe this year. We should stay up. We'll try. We'll see what happens. The ball will drop several more times in our life. So, (laughs) Hey. (laughs) All right. Anyway, uh, guys, that is it for today. We just wanted to touch on that, kind of our approach to the holidays, our beliefs on how you should take on the holidays. And hopefully that provided some of you with some insight and just some clarity and maybe even like a little light bulb moment of, okay, you know, maybe this holidays aren't going to be as stressful and as scary as I think because I have been working with Ash or I've been working with Derek and I've been listening to what they have to say. And you know what? I'm ready. Yeah. And if not, you can still work with us. There's still time, right? Yeah. We got like two, a month and a half. Like we said in the beginning, now is the best time to start. Not tomorrow, not Monday, not after the holidays, right now. Today. (laughs) Today. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next week. Bye. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're here with us each and every week, we cannot thank you enough. We appreciate you so much, and we could not do this without you. If you enjoy what you hear on this channel, please head over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Drop a comment in there as well. That is how we gain more recognition and reach more people and change more lives through the platform. If you aren't following us already, make sure you hit us up on Instagram. Our handle is ballistic.performance. Check us out on Facebook as well at Ballistic Performance. And one of the most underrated platforms, right? TikTok. Get on there. Check us out. Our handle is Ballistic Performance. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of fitness videos on there. So if you have not checked that out, you are missing out. But at any time, guys, if you have questions, you want to just chat, please reach out to us. We are always here to help you, to answer your questions, to just speak with you and get to know you a little bit better, to build that relationship. 
you can send us a DM, hit us up on Facebook Messenger, or just send us an email to hello at trainballistic.com. But as always, we appreciate you being here with us, and we look forward to seeing you next week.